Welcome to Glorified Treasure Spread. This is the audio version of the commentary notes for the Spring 2023 Teleos study from Psalm 23 to Psalm 41. Week 2, Day 2, Psalm 25, 8-13. Verse 8 declares that Yahweh is good and upright. This could have been interpreted as beautiful and straight. Because this is his nature, he chooses to instruct sinners, which includes every human, in the way, the right path, day-to-day conduct. His purpose is to bring sinners into his covenantal body, which was accomplished on the cross and through the resurrection. His only requirements are repentance and confession. In light of his purpose, we should be eternally grateful for his covenant with sinners. Jesus told the Pharisees in Mark 2.17 that he didn't come to minister to the righteous, but to sinners. A Spurgeon quote, Hear the goodness and the rectitude, that is the integrity, of the divine character are beheld in friendly union. He who would see them, thus united in bonds of perfect unity, must stand at the foot of the cross and view them blended in the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus. Verses 9 and 10 tell us that he leads or guides the humble, the meek, those who acknowledge their need of him, injustice, and that he teaches those of this character the right way to live. Every path upon which he leads those who follow him is determined by his covenantal love and truth, which is his word. He is the great shepherd who knows the way and helps his own to avoid pitfalls. But this is only true for those who keep his covenant and obey his testimonies. We believers have our own covenant responsibilities. Look at Philippians 2, 12 and 13. A Spurgeon quote, This is a rule without an exception. God is good to those that be good. Mercy and faithfulness shall abound towards those who through mercy are made faithful. Whatever outward appearances may threaten, we should settle it steadfastly in our minds that while grace enables us to obey the Lord's will, we need not fear that providence will cause us any real loss. James Boyce, quote, The reason why many of us do not learn much about God or God's ways is that we are not ready to obey Him when He makes His way plain. We want to know what the way is before we will obey. That is, we want to keep the options for sin open. In verse 11, David pleads for pardon, which assumes that he is aware of his guilt, and his request is based greatly upon God's jealousy for His his namesake his reputation and character. 
Iniquity is flagrant, intentional sin. A person who is growing in sanctification becomes increasingly sensitive to his or her sin and recognizes that it is an affront to a holy God. This verse is an Old Testament example of saving grace based purely on God's goodness. Who can have confidence that the Lord will give discernment and wisdom in making life's decisions? Only the person who fears, that is, stands in awe of God. While it is true that humans have been given free will, only those who fear the Lord have the ability to choose correctly the proper path. He is not my celestial buddy. He is a self-existent, eternal, terrible, fearsome, holy creator and sustainer of all things. The person who fears the Lord has a soul, a heart, a life which will abide or dwell in prosperity. That is a good thing or benefit. In David's time, prosperity was largely about the land. But for the reference, which would be right, relationship with God. Because of God's faithfulness to this person's soul, his descendants will also benefit from his example and teaching. On this side of the cross, our inheritance is the chance to hear, grasp, and live in light of the gospel of Christ, crucified and risen in victory from the dead.